Welcome to the Brush and the Badge podcast, where we talk about the struggles of the past, our current growth, and what the future holds. So strap in and enjoy the ride. Today's episode is, uh, well, call it workout, or working out. Let's do that. (laughs) So, Jonathan just got up. I've been up. Sorry, since, I call, yeah. <laughs> since four, <laughs> and I just took pre-workout, and I'm on my second cup of coffee. There you go. So I'm ready to go, and I was like, "Let's record." Yeah, <laughs> literally how she said it. <laughs> Justin's like, "Oh crap." <laughs> yeah, that's cool. That's whatever. Yeah. Um. So. Yeah, we're gonna today. We just wanted to really talk about our workouts and where we started. Um, yeah, so you start. Where? When did you start working out, and what what forced you to do that? So I started working out when I was a senior in high school. I um, joined a weight training class, and I was the only girl in the class, and. So, um, pretty much I had to prove myself that I deserved to be in that class, that I could move weights. And, um, fortunately from that, it also helped me to build strength and speed. And that was the year that I won the state championship and track. Um, but I completely believe it was because of the working out that I was doing. Um, Over that year, I progressed to be able to squat 300 pounds, um, you know, could do as much as the boys were doing in most of the lifts that we were doing. And these were Olympic lifts. It was a, um, it wasn't like a bodybuilding class. It was really a pure strength class. Um, The program we were following I don't remember the splits exactly. I wish I could because I think they would be really good. Um, but I know like every four weeks we did like a 10, 8, 6 workout. And then mm. most days it was you know, pretty much a three sets of 10 kind of situation. But I, I know it was, it was very four-minute and very good and, you know, just doing all the major lifts. So what about you? Where did you start? What... What did um, it look like? I, I started when I was 18 and joined a gym. Uh, I don't remember really how that all started. But, I needed, okay, I know. I needed a job and, like, figured out the place that would hire me was a gym. So I worked at the front desk, had zero clue <laughs> about lifting weights we were actually looking at pictures last night of me when i was doing triathlons and how skinny i was it was Um, weird he looked like a teenage boy and so that's when i got my first glimpse into small town like bro lifting gyms yeah that still held like who's (laughs) like jane fonda classes in the back and it was, it's awful, but I, but I got to learn, you know, hey, how to squat, how to do curls, overhead press, yeah, the basic stuff you need to look like a gym bro. And yeah, my goodness, I did for a little while. <laughs> um, you weren't one of those guys that just worked chest, were you? No, no, actually, there was a guy in there who's a power lifter, and he he kind of took me under his wing a little bit and even though I didn't look like a power lifter he was like hey you still need to do this um circuit throughout the week of you know hitting everything yeah so it taught me that but still nothing clicked um regarding a proper contraction and hitting you know those muscles correctly um because I was I was young I was really dumb um some could say I'm still pretty dumb but I at least understand now um, why 
Okay. Well, let's back up a sec. What do you mean by proper contraction? Because somebody's going to hear that and go, yeah. what the hell is he talking about? So to work a muscle for growth, um, and I don't mean that to say I'm going to, you know, to look like Ronnie Coleman or Seabone. It's still, um, you know, hitting, hitting that, that, that contraction point and to where it properly breaks down the muscle and because growth uh with anything even in life and whatever sometimes um or with in, in muscle building it's it's all about the tear down the breakdown of the muscle to cause growth it has to heal itself so by contraction do you mean flex because you use contraction again and explaining contraction do you mean like actual flex of the muscle like you've got to hit the flex well yes it's like clenching yes the peak contraction peak (laughs) i love how you're looking at me i'm trying to break it down for people that don't know anything honey i don't know how to break it down for that see i told you i was kind of dumb I just know I know what I'm talking about, but you guys, I think some of you guys do too. But um, yes, but we're talking to the girls, the moms that haven't been in the gym. We're talking to them too. Okay, so (laughs) (laughs) how about you break it down for them? (laughs) Well, I think what you mean as far as just you know, for the muscles to work, they have to be flexed they have to be engaged and then you're working them i think that's what you're meaning by contraction right but there's a difference between me standing upright and i'm just going to use the uh, a barbell curl between me taking that weight and throwing my uh upper back <coughs> backwards <coughs> <coughs> As I'm starting to bend my elbows and throwing the weight up and it finally reaching the top and it kind of resting on my, you know, chest a little bit. Right. There's a big difference in that and me standing up straight, shoulder blades back and slowly bringing that weight up and, and feeling I didn't realize working out was about the feeling and I'm having to focus on, okay, there it is. Right. That is my peak based on my flexibility, based on my neural pathways that say that's it and holding it and then slow down. Um, that's what I mean for me. Right. That's what works for me. Right. I'm not huge, but I am functionally fit for what I do right and that's what I realized like that's what's important for me now I'm sorry I'm jumping a little bit ahead so <laughs> it's okay what else um so started out 18 Rome Georgia mm-hmm. bro workouts in the gym mm-hmm. where did you go after that talk about your 20s mm-hmm. so one of the best things um one of the coolest experiences for me was I Moved out. I moved up to Raleigh. Uh, my sister lived up there. My older sister. She was a a dental hygienist or something up there. But she was just independent. And I liked that. So I moved up there. She let me live with her for a little while. And I started working uh, Capital Fitness. This was the place to be, to work, and to work out. Right. Like all the pretty and Ra- all the pretty people in Raleigh were oh, at Capital God. Fitness. Yes. All the pretty twenty somethings. Oh, way past that too. Um, there were some very pretty fifty year old ladies in there. <laughs> um, so <laughs> some cougars? <laughs> Absolutely yeah, yes there were. Um, so I actually got a job there. Um, and worked my way to getting my personal training certification and became a personal trainer 
and it was it was just fun it back then I you know I used to go out a lot you know on the weekends so this it's not even there it's so sad because it was such a cool place it was very industrial uh, metal staircases everything was like that rushed gray steel building before I've, yeah I've shown you the building and right around the corner if you worked out and you worked all day you could then uh, take a shower there sauna get dressed and go right around the corner to the strip where all the clubs were yeah and that's what I was into um such a dork um so how did the personal training certification change your working out or those sort of things like how how did that impact what you were doing uh, really what it just did for me was structure okay and understanding yeah just understanding structure i didn't really have any structure in my life right so the only thing that was structured were my workouts um, I got pretty big, uh, I got pretty fit, um, but see, the, the, still the this dumb side of it was not, there was no purpose for it. It was vanity. It was, yes, that's all it was. Um, so, golly, I probably hit chest and arms, I don't know, two or three times a week. <laughs> were and, you, you were bigger then than you are now. Yeah, bigger, different. Yeah. Yeah, my legs were smaller. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> so you turned into the chess guy. <laughs> yeah, but uh, you know, I, yeah, I guess. I don't know. <clears throat> yeah, it was it was all vanity. Um, had little highlights in my hair. Oh my god, I it would was, have hated it you. It was all, yeah, you would have. I did not like myself. <laughs> I, I would have made fun of you. <laughs> so yeah. Um, I'm glad I didn't know you during the highlight I'm, stage. I'm, I'm glad you didn't. <laughs> so after that, <clears throat> I guess we'll fast forward a little bit. Uh, moved back to Georgia, um, and still was working in gyms. One of the gyms I worked at closed down, so I moved to a Gold's gym. I think I was the I was the personal training manager there, and. That's where I, I like saw this girl. Oh my gosh, you're really on this treadmill. <laughs> I was on an elliptical. Whatever. <laughs> Same thing. Both useless. Um, <laughs> yes, and we can talk about that. <laughs> what I was doing at that time that was <laughs> and, pretty pointless. <laughs> and I uh, I walked up to her and I said, "Hey, you ever thought about personal training?" And I think you said, "Yeah, let me finish this workout and I'll come talk to you." Yep. And that was 14 years ago. <laughs> yep. So, where'd you go after high school? What'd you start doing workout-wise? So, I would say, um, got into college, you know, was, I was doing track. Well, actually, no, pause that. First, I went to Georgia. And at Georgia, um... I was all about cardio, all about the cardio machines. I got to burn this much calories because I'm going to cut this much calories from my diet to stay lean. Um, I had gone from being a year-round athlete from um, playing four sports in high school to nothing. And so that was a huge... Like, I knew I needed to continue working out. Like, my heart desired it. Um, and I did play rugby at Georgia. Um, but I didn't get that I needed to be really strong to play rugby. Like, I was strong, but definitely not as strong as I had been in high school. And so, um, yeah, I was just on the cardio. Got to stay trim. Got to stay skinny. That kind of mindset. And um, that's probably where I started counting calories and things like that. But, um, you know, again, no purpose, no point to my working out, not understanding, you know, muscle and building muscle is the key. Um, and so it really is. Um, I, I'd literally, I talked to a guy last night, 
and still, like I tried to explain that, and it was it was still no, it's calorie deficit, calorie deficit. No, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean the calorie the calorie deficit stuff. It's easier when you have more muscle. Yes. Because your body's just gonna burn it. So. But you, you have to build muscle. You have to build muscle. Yeah, and and ladies, and Crystal can tell you this. No, you are not going to look like Arnold Schwarzenegger if you go to the gym and start trying to put on muscle. You're just not. Quit believing that lie. And that's all I'm going to say. Yep. So I would say continuing through um, my 20s, it was it was all, you know, cardio, cardio, cardio. And, I mean, I, I, was, I was fit. You know, like I was in good shape. Um, you know, the cardio was more for being able to coach cross country and soccer. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, in college, I after I left Georgia, I went to West Georgia, so I played intramurals. Um, so I think a lot of my strength was just from sport. You know, like I would play something, and sure, I'd be sore afterwards, but you know, I was building muscle through sport. Right. Um, but then, you know, working out wise, it was just cardio. Um, and yeah. So you mentioned a minute ago, you're, you just still didn't have purpose. So what, what now, what's your purpose? Should we jump to that? Or should that be at the end? I mean, whatever we can, yeah, we can do it at the end. Cause I feel like there's more, there's more in the middle. Okay. Um, like there's more in the middle for you like you haven't even talked about triathlon and things oh, like that yeah um i forgot about that <laughs> yeah like we have i would say we've kind of hit our 20s in a nutshell yeah but we haven't hit our 30s yet yeah okay so um for me um so oh this was a big one too during that whole time i was a pack a day smoker Blows my mind. I just, I completely forgot about that. <laughs> it's been so long since I've smoked. That's why. Blows my mind. Um, <clears throat> that's why, I guess, hence I didn't do any cardio. <laughs> yeah, maybe. So, um, and okay, so for me, that just goes to, be careful who you listen to. Now, did I give, I gave some good advice and I gave some really bad advice back then. Yeah. Uh, as far as workouts, I, it, it, I, it, I'm ashamed to say that, but I, I just did. Um, do as I say, not as I do. Apparently, they had to know. Like, it was awful. I, just, I don't. I'm so embarrassed by that. Um, what? Give an example. Like, well, what I'm embarrassed by is like going out and smoking, and then coming in and training someone. Like, they had to smell it. Oh yes, 100. percent Like and, when you started training me, yes. Yeah, like, I'm like, what were you doing? Like, what an idiot. Yeah. What a hypocrite. And I, you know me, I hate hypocrites. Yeah. But I didn't see myself as one. Maybe I did. I don't know. It's been a long time since I smoked. Yeah. Um, I don't feel like when we met that, no, no, there was so much ego. Oh, yeah. There was so much ego. Un, yeah, like, <laughs> I didn't need it either. <laughs> I don't know. You're pretty big. I I had definitely not found my purpose yet, so there was no place for ego. Right, but you were very attractive. Oh, was were still was very fast. I mean, you hit that really big. (laughs) Were. (laughs) I mean, there's a reason I was getting off that elliptical and coming to talk to you. (laughs) So, um, I saw what we're reading. Saying? I have no idea. Okay, so, um, <laughs> 30s. So, okay, so yes, I got 30s. into triathlons because, so we got married. Yep. I started to go back to school. Yep. Um, and met, um, I forgot what he taught. Uh, his name was Warren Caputo, and he's like, hey, you need a PE class. I was like, yeah. He goes, what about swimming? I was like, okay. Yeah. So I signed up for swimming. I was like, I can swim. Found out that's not what he meant. Um, not floating in the pool. <laughs> and he taught, he, he taught me how to swim. And I loved it. 
I was good at it. And then I found out he did Iron Man. And I was like, "That's what is that? And that sounds really cool. I think I could be good at that. Still, my ego was really outrunning any ability I had. Right. <laughs> so... What I do, I went out and I used I used some of my my uh, student loan my money. student loan money. I bought a bike, and not the cheapest one. I bought probably the most expensive one, and I started riding. Well, I found out I was pretty good on the bike too. Uh, where I struggled was the run. Anyway, so we how old was Mia? She was still pretty young. Yeah, like. Um, so Crystal, we were, we were training for the Thanksgiving half, right? Cause I hadn't done a half marathon yet. I'm not sure. Well, so I would, we would go around Buford and I would push Mia and I had just quit smoking because not just, but when Crystal told me we're pregnant, I quit smoking and we had a little girl and I, I would push her. Oh, you would push her because it, we were at cross country practice. Like you were coming to cross country practice. Yeah. And, and I would follow the cross country y'all. team. Yeah. And I couldn't even run a mile. Like thought I was dying. Um. And also, like I think we forgot to mention this. I was born with a heart defect. So that, and we talked about in the first episode was the anxiety and of that. So running for me was anxious. Yeah. I was anxious. Yeah. And I think some of that too at that time, you know, I think some of what pushed you was like all these kids out here that can run easily further than I can, no problem. Mm-hmm. Um, Crystal can run further than I can, no problem. Like yeah, I, I hated think, that. Yeah, like I think that was a great a great push for you. Yeah. Um, I would say that's when my ego pulled me. Yeah. Because um, <laughs> I was like, yeah. I don't want these, you know. And golly, I was in my 30s though. Like, anyway. Um, started doing that. Got to where I could run a mile. Got to where I could run two. Um, I was riding. I met Tony in that period. Yeah, we started working. We would, I started working at a bike shop. Yeah. Just so I could get cheaper bike parts. And I have a very bad habit of when I want to, when I start doing something and I'm very excited about it, it takes over. And I'm all in. So I was training over 20 hours a week. It took up all my free time. Yeah. There was no time left for family. Yeah. Um, I would get home from work. I would go ride. Or I would not come home and I would ride somewhere else. I would wake up before sun comes up and run. Um, and on Sundays, I'd run all the way to Swanee and I mean, do 13, 14 miles um, in the morning. And then sometimes I'd say, hey, we're going to ride. We'd go ride the gaps. And then run afterwards, so we'd have an you know eighty or ninety mile day uh, on the bike and the run. Yeah, you'd be gone all day. Gone all day. Come back exhausted. Yeah, and then I just go to sleep. So it was you know it was really selfish because I, it wasn't like I was getting paid to do it. It wasn't my job. And looking back, you know, hindsight is always twenty twenty. I wish I hadn't done that. I wish I had just been more of a hobby. Um, but on the other hand, I wish I'd kind of kept it up, yeah. just for the car, just for the the you know the cardio function side. Well, I would say right now you're still recovering from your surgery, but I mean, you have I have the capacity. You have an amazing cardio base. Like yeah. I don't the Fowler family and cardio. It's just different. <laughs> <laughs> they're they are gifted. They are talented. Like my older sister that lives in Raleigh, she still lives up there. Now she's married, two kids. Um, she like wins marathons. Yeah, she won. She ran one yesterday, Jonathan. Yesterday. Oh, I didn't know that. Did she win? Under three hours. Yeah, sub three. Six thirty miles. 
633 average miles. What's she, 42 now? She, yeah, she's a year younger than I am. Yeah. 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 Uh, see, I have no, I have no desire to run 26 miles. No. Um, that bear will get me because I'm not running that far to get away from it. <laughs> I don't think that bear's chasing you that far. <laughs> yeah. That bear's not running 26 miles either. No. So, anyway. Um, that bear's running about a fourth of a mile. And he's saying, no, it's catching me within a fourth of a mile. <laughs> yeah, he's saying bye. And uh, so, anyway, yeah. Um, so, kind of, I don't really know what I did. I don't remember what I did after I kind of stopped doing triathlon. I would say some of that is us moving to Gainesville and, oh, yeah. um, you know, working out in the basement. Yeah. Oh, you know, yeah. We, we bought it. We were able to buy a house. Yeah. Um, we enough room downstairs, just enough room to um, put some put some stuff downstairs. Yeah, a decent a decent sized gym. I mean, yeah. now I would say there's pluses and minuses to that. I mean, there's you've taken away the competitive aspect of looking around the gym and going, "Oh, I want to look like that." Yeah. Or you know, maybe you going in there, "Ooh, I want to look like that." Yeah. So there's some that competitive side that's gone. Um, I think we're, I feel like we're spending way too much time on this like intro to it. That's not really the intro. Never mind. Um, <laughs> so. Yeah. I mean, we're 27 minutes in and we haven't even gotten into what we do now. Yeah. So I would say that we both, we worked out in the basement. Yeah. And so what I want to get into now is the why. What is your purpose now for working out? I want to be fit and being able to move functionally until I die. Do you think that by you doing what you're doing now, it will help you in the future? Yes. Do you buy into, oh, I'm just too old for that? Or do you think that that is a result of them not doing what we're doing when they were our age? Um, I would say, well, I can give you like a scientific answer that I've heard from other podcasters. Okay. Um, so one of one of the people that I listen to is um, Huberman Labs, Huberman Lab podcast. Um, I think he's a doctor, Doctor Huberman. He is a um, research scientist from Stanford, so pretty big deal. Um, teacher there as well, but you know, listening to him, everything that he does and is very scientific based research based and i appreciate that like there's there's the studies to back it up um but listening to him and learning that and we've talked about this as far as our kids your maximum like what you're going to be able to do that's going to extend your life and extend your longevity and extend what you're able to do for longer, mm-hmm. you've got to hit that in your 20s. Yep. You've got to hit your max in your 20s. <clears throat> um, so <clears throat> I think with Jonathan and I, you know, there's a little, just knowing that for me personally, there's a little regret that I didn't do more in my 20s. We didn't know that. No, we didn't know it. We didn't know it. Um, but that kind of guides us as parents. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as helping our children with their longevity and their health um, to really, you know, they're, we don't lift heavy with them, but anytime they, you know, want to come down and work out with them, with us, we certainly encourage it. And, you know, they mostly yep. use dumbbells and things like that. But um, Mia being 12, she's getting to the age where we're going to start, like, Putting, putting some more muscle on her. I mean, yeah. she's very strong already. Mm-hmm. Um, she's a brick house. But she's probably, you know, um, maxed out a little bit as far as growth and height. So now it's time to get her lean and mean. Yeah, well, she's already mean, but... <laughs> um, okay. So, to answer your question, 
Is somebody too old? No. But do they need to start with heavy weights? No. No. They well, need they need to work on mobility. They yeah. need to work on building. You can still build sure. with age. Um, but that mobility has to be a huge part of it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I agree. Yeah, it's never too late to start to start doing something moving. Just move. Um and I think that's something, you know, like I've been talking to my mom about. Like, she walks. Like she probably walks about six miles a day. Like, they take their dogs on and that's a two good, walks. That's a good thing. Yeah, they take them on two walks a day, and it's about six miles total. But, you know, like, she still needs to be able to lift 50 pounds. Because, I mean, even postal workers have to be able to lift 50 pounds. She needs to be able to lift 50 pounds. And mm-hmm. so... You know, mm. getting her to do some squats, do some shoulder presses, doing some things to be mm. able to move 50 pounds if she's got to move 50 pounds. Sure. Yeah. Okay. So, I think your original question, you know, what what is my motivation? What is my current motivation? So, I will throw that back at you. What What is your motivation? Why do you work out? Yeah, so it's definitely changed, um, especially with career. Uh, so when I got into law enforcement, um, I was quickly introduced to the fact that it's a very unfit career path for most people. Um they are not fit for the job. Uh, some of them, I don't, I, 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 oh my God, I didn't understand it. Um, that you could get into this line of work and not be uh, fit. Um, so I determined I would not be in that category. So <clears throat> I work out now. I'm a SWAT operator and a deputy uh, so the reason I work out is to save my life to save uh, my partners uh, my teammates lives uh, if I'm called upon to do something I have to drag someone out uh, drag them behind cover or concealment care. or even just like citizens lives as well that, yeah I know yeah um, if I have to one day drag someone out of a car that's on fire i need to be able to do that and that is hard like i believe we've we've practiced that before with a dummy inside a car like hey get him out the window yeah that's not easy yeah um and i I, what was frustrating was like watching this and then people go i just can't and walking away so you're gonna let him die it pisses me off yeah it really, like, <laughs> we've had these conversations. It pisses me off. Well, and too, like, thinking about um, foot chases you've had or, you know, just dealing with people that you're trying to take into custody, them, mm. them fighting back and not, you know, wanting mm. to. That's the thing. So I'm 40. And the, the, some of the people that you're trying to take into custody are 20, 18, 25. And they also have crazy drug strength. Oh, like God. Meth strength. Yeah. So you, my goal was to always try to be fitter than the bad guy. And, well, I'm still here, so... In those instances, I was. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so now it's just staying that way. Um, and with SWAT operations, it's uh, it's a lot more gear. It's heavier. It's um, longer periods of time holding it. Yeah. Up. Yeah. Uh, so that's those are my goals now. Is is functionality for that? Uh, whether I'm breacher. Or just an injury operator that you have to be ready what's the difference in um, just so people kind of understand a little bit difference between SWAT and regular patrol 
Just tell them the difference in the weights of your vest. We're the best. I mean, that's it. We're the best. <laughs> Not, everybody knows you're the best. <laughs> what What's the difference in the weights of your vest? So uh, my my base vest, the, the vest I wear on, on duty probably weighs, I don't know, two, three pounds. Yeah. Um, I, I wear it, and I put my shirt on over it, and you don't even really see it. Yeah. Um, SWAT, I think it's 30... If I have all my mags, my med kit, and all that stuff on there, it's it's around 30, 32 pounds. Yeah. Um, and that's before I start carrying my rifle. Um, helmet is uh, three, four pounds. Yeah. Maybe, no, it's heavier than that. Maybe five. I don't know. I, uh, <clears throat> I'm not going to say how much the helmet weighs. I don't know. But it's, it's not light. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, as a wife, I appreciate that you're wearing <clears throat> more gear for more dangerous situations but I mean I don't think people understand that difference like that's 25 more pounds plus that you're carrying around mm -hmm. so that you need to be able to move run move with all that on move with all and, that on you know people think I'm crazy they'll see me walking or running with it on and it's like well I kind of have to I have to. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of have to <laughs> I wouldn't say the other operators think he's crazy. <laughs> yeah, no. Okay, so let's talk a little bit um, nuts and bolts as far as day-to-day, because -day, I feel like people would be interested in that. Um, splits, and what we mean by splits is like body parts, what days you're working those, what <coughs> things. Um, do you want me to start? or? Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Okay. So, um, I mentioned them before. My current splits and workouts are based off um, Dr. Huberman's research and um, what he recommends. He did a podcast on this not too long ago, and so you guys can definitely search back through and find it. But um, Sundays, we have a Peloton. Um, Jonathan, let me get a Peloton. <laughs> um, it makes me happy. So, um, Sundays I do a long ride on the Peloton. That's a, um, power zone ride. If you do Peloton, it's a power zone endurance ride that I do on Sundays. I, um, vary it from 30 minutes up to 60 minutes. I don't think I've done over 60 minutes. It's just a long time, um, to be sitting there. Um, I usually watch something on TV while I'm doing it too, cause yeah, it's just a long time. So that's my Sundays. Mondays, I do um, chest and tricep work and try to get in a 30-minute walk. Um, I just started coaching soccer. It's soccer season, so a lot of my steps are at soccer practice. So um, I've been adjusting these some lately, um, and that's something that you guys can take as well in seasons of life. You know, you've got to make adjustments to what your body can handle and listening to your body, too. So I've been trying to listen to my body I've been doing more mobility um but as far as legs go just because that soccer coaching piece um just requires a lot on my legs like I'm kicking I'm playing and um you know my hips have been really sore lately so haven't been doing as much as far as just leg workouts um so I think I hit Monday I do chest and triceps on Monday um Tuesday, another 30-minute ride on the Peloton. Um, Wednesday, I do a leg workout. Thursday, back and biceps. And another 30-minute walk on Thursday. I take Fridays off. Fridays, I try to make Friday my only off day. Um, and then Saturday, I do a HIIT workout that's hitting legs and shoulders. So trying to... Um, get that high intensity interval training, but also with the focus on legs and shoulders. So hitting legs twice a week um, to some extent, and then all upper body once. Um, so yeah, that's kind of what I've been doing in a nutshell. Um, some cold and sauna therapy. We do have a little sauna hut, hut that's um, that we use some. So do those to work on some mobility as well. Um, influences, like as far as our workouts go, I would say that, you know, both 
Jonathan and I, we listened to Marcus Philly. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing that I know he talked about recently is two exercises per body part twice a week, um, doing three sets of 10. If you can do that, you know, you can definitely maintain. And I would say that I'm more in maintenance mode, just trying to maintain the strength that I've had. Um, Yes, I would like to be leaner, but I'm doing that more through nutrition Mm -hmm. than actual my workouts. So I would say my workouts are mostly maintaining the strength that I have. Um, Because DOMS, right? Is that what I'm trying to say? Delayed onset muscle soreness is something that I seriously deal with. I don't Something that I seriously deal with. So if I work out legs super hard, like trying to push like really heavy weights, then I'm kind of cashed for several days. So I would say my weights are, are more maintenance weights. Um, but yes, that's kind of my breakdown. Okay. Um, Was that all clear? Yeah, sure. Okay. Um, <coughs> I've only had one cup of coffee, so. Do you need some more? Um, you can have some of mine. Here, just go fill that up. Oh, okay. Please. <laughs> so my workouts. Uh, I don't really. I don't really. I'm not really doing splits right now. Um, I re- I try to. Um, Think about my job, uh, what I may have to do in my job, and I thank you. I I just do stuff. So, but if I if I'm following a program, I really, really enjoy Tim Kennedy's like ABCs. Uh, workouts and I, I kind of just I, I, I can make my own easily um, so you know you have your warm-up and then you have like a you know sometimes you'll have a secondary warm-up and these are you know circuits um, and then you jump into your ABCs um, so for example, a, um, could be three rounds of pull-ups, deadlifts, and row. And once you get done with your, those three rounds of that, you know, however many, you know, sets you have, you get to work at, well, workout B, which can be three rounds or you can drop two rounds of you know upright row press and ski erg, and then you go to workout C, which is going to be lighter and see more more functional, more hip kind of usually yeah. with him. And you know it could be you know an an imam a fifteen minute imam burpee ski erg, you know kettlebell swings I don't know. And then decompression. You know, I I really enjoy those. I, I I feel like those keep my heart rate where they're going to be on an operation. Yeah. And that's what I'm focused on. Um, so now my workouts mean something. Going back to you know when I first started and in my twenties, it didn't mean anything. Yeah. Um, it got me nothing. Yeah. You know, well, maybe not nothing, but they got me nothing. And now they mean something to me. Um, and it's, you know, you know, I'm not going to say that. Never mind. Um, <laughs> so that's what I kind of do. Every, every day is going to be different. I'm going to hit something different. I just try to get in there and kill it. And I'm, I have a different mindset than Crystal and that's okay. I'm not worried about Dobbs or whatever. I, I don't have the luxury of, of worrying about that. If I'm sore, I'm sore. I still work out. If I'm tired, I'm tired. I still work out. Because well, I don't know what time of the day I'm going to get a call. Right. You know, get that page to go out. Well, I think for me, as far as um, 
the delayed soreness. You know, like if I work out legs and I'm sore, then I can work out another body part. You know, it's just sure. It's it's not There's so much that you that. it's not so much that you just don't work out because you're sore. It's just you think about okay, well this is sore, so you know maybe <clears throat> I'll work some mobility for that today, and yeah. then you know do a different body part. Sure. Um, we are definitely getting super long winded on this, and we could probably do a whole another episode of talking, but well, I'm not sure if we could. But I feel like we're getting too long, <laughs> super long. Um, so Tim Kennedy, Marcus Philly, Dr. Huberman, Peloton. I would say the last thing that I also use um, currently is street parking, and um, yeah, I loved street parking when I started. I am currently still just with street parking because. I'm close to a thousand workouts and I want the thousand workout banner. That is my only motivation with staying with them. And I will 100% be honest about that. Even Jonathan's been like, that's ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> if um, it's not working, stop doing it. <laughs> it's not that it doesn't work. It does work. It does. Okay. I have seen improvements in my numbers as far as workouts go. Like, my Murph workout has definitely come down a ton. That's true. So, it does work. Um, and they offer a lot. And they're really good. Um, the thing that I don't care for them as much as I used to is because there's no competition. They used to have leaderboards and competitions um, every single day. And that was a huge motivation for me. Like Jonathan was saying before, like... Having mm -hmm. the home gym versus going to the public gym, you know, yeah. you, you miss that competition piece. And so, um, street parking took that away. And, um, so I do miss that, but so yes, that is something that I use. Um, Jonathan is working with Jeff, yep. um, Trident Trading Group, and they are compiling, um, some great, yeah, we're we're doing we're we're about to do some really cool stuff. Uh, we don't really want to. I don't want to get it too much into exactly what we're doing yet. Um, it's exciting for us um, as operators, and we're look both Jeff and I. We're gonna have him on as a guest one day. Uh, we are passionate about empowering people to be their own first line of defense. Um, if you knew, if you only knew the response time. Uh, from when you call 911 when help comes, uh, you, you may be shocked. Um, it's not, I mean, it's, it's, sometimes it can be a long time. Um, but you need, you know, we're passionate about that. And we really want to help uh, the general public. Um, and be, it's not that Jonathan and them are not doing their jobs by any means. As no, far it's, as... it's, it's everything from short staffing. Yeah. Uh, people are quitting left and right. Um, I, I don't know why. But it, maybe it means they're not. You weren't supposed to be in this in the, in the first place. Um, but I digress. The we're doing something really cool, and I'm, we're going to have him on as a guest. A super cool guy. He's my he's my uh, SWAT commander. Um, really fit, and really just a good guy. Really really fun to be around and learn from. And so. so that that's that's coming. We'll, yeah. we'll announce a little more on that later. Um, but they're working to kind of compile some of what we've discussed, yeah. our thoughts, and yeah. then Jeff's input as well to, you know, just get some good workout programs and breakdowns yeah. out there. Yep. So that's coming. Yep. 100%. Shout out Jeff. Jeff Sherrill. Jeff Sherrill. So anyway, uh, let's end on that. What are we going to, what are we, what's our next episode? Um, I believe we've got nutrition. So just to go hand in hand with working out is nutrition. So I think that's what we've got coming up next. And what's after, let's, let's do that. What's after that? After nutrition, we're going to get into a little bit more of Jonathan and myself as far as, um, we're going to get into some humor, into some tales from teaching. Yeah. Guys, listen. Whatever platform you listen on, Spotify, Apple, 
Uh, any of the other ones. Look, subscribe, hit the notification thing so that you can see what's coming up. You're, these, these next, after nutrition, yes, that's going to be a good one too. But I'm really excited about uh, Tales from Education. And then after that, it's struggles with the family because of teaching and coaching. And then after that, I'm going to be telling, you know, some stories from the road and administration issues and, and all kinds of stuff. But then what struggles have arisen in our family because of me being in law enforcement? I think this is going to resonate, especially with our law enforcement uh, listeners. And those are going to be some really good episodes. Uh, and based on y'all's comments, uh, please comment, leave reviews, because based on those, episode eight is going to be a recap based on those comments, questions, Um that's going to be a pretty cool one, too. And I would say the same thing <clears throat> as far as this episode on working out. Like, if you have questions, um, you want to know more, mm-hmm. um, we definitely can get into that next time when we're talking about nutrition. Yep. Because, you know, like, we we just, we want to be helpful and informative. That's, that's I think, what we want more than anything, so. Yeah, we're, we, as we, as we grow in this, we, we're not just doing this just to talk. We really want to help people. We love people. Um, so, yeah, please let us know what you're thinking. If you have any questions. If you have things <clears throat> that you're struggling with. I, I said it in the first episode, you're not alone. We probably struggle with some of the same stuff. And, you know, let us know. And we'll, maybe we'll talk about that. Uh, but we'll definitely reply to you, you know. Yes. So, all right, let's end it on that. Uh, Thank you guys, and tune in for the next episode. It's going to be pretty good. Bye.